And tonight we're doing Hello. the original. Hello. <laughs> I was really close tonight to doing that. Doing the original <laughs> Jurassic Park from 1993. <laughs> uh, as you could tell by the, the sound. Uh, I have... This is a very big revisit for me because I have not seen this since I was a child, probably like twenty years. So I this is a lot of newness to me. When did I only you see this as a child? Here. Because it was on TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. This is, I feel like I was with you a lot like, of that time. This was on TV all the time. This, I, I definitely watched it on TV. But um, uh, yeah, I have I have I have only I have not a Jurassic Park. Not that I'm not a fan, I just haven't seen any. Like I've seen the first one super long time ago, and then we saw Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, which is the second of the reboot, so it's the fifth one, and um, that was not good. So I have not been compelled to go back. Uh, Nicole, what is your experience with the Jurassic Park franchise? Um, well, the original Jurassic Park is the same age as me, so Yay. that's interesting. Um, I saw it a long time ago and I saw, I don't remember seeing the second or the third one, but I did see the Jurassic World with Chris Pratt. Um, uh, the first one I really like the second one I do not care for. Um, so I don't have much experience with the series as a whole. Um, but I, I like the newer ones better than these, I think. What do you think? Well, okay. You know, this is one of those movies that's. you're right, it's on TV so much that maybe I have seen the whole thing, but I don't know that I've ever actually sat down to purposely watch the whole thing until just recently. And I and I did go to the movie theater see, to see the very most recent Jurassic Park situation. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's seen Fallen Kingdom on this, but that's just I that's live terrible. with your father, that's why. It's terrible. I don't even count myself as seeing it because I that was literally I slept through the whole thing. No, well, I you think kept waking up right and there, getting right. mad that it was still on. You're like, how, they're they're at a <laughs> mansion now. I thought they were on the island, and and I was like, they're yeah, they're they're auctioning off dinosaurs to like the military. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but let's you know, see Inception vibes that I get from this movie. <laughs> what very very long, and you try to sleep through it, but it just won't end. Yep. Those are the themes Jurassic for Park ninety three. Yeah. A pragmatic paleontologist visiting an almost complete theme park is tasked with protecting a couple of kids after a power failure causes the park's cloned dinosaurs to run loose. I don't know if I've ever heard the actual synopsis of Jurassic Park before out loud. Uh, if you have not seen <laughs> Jurassic Park, I believe this and the other two, Lost World and the whatever the third one's called, the original three, they're all on Netflix. So if you want to go back and check it out, if you have any interest, we're going to spoil it. Uh, even if you haven't seen it, everyone knows what Jurassic Park is, right? It's theme you park, just dinosaurs. you just synopsized it, and yeah, that's it. There you go. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna spoil it now on Netflix. If you have any interest, before we do so, we rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And uh, so they're gonna they're creating Dinosaur Park on Isla Nublar. I like noob, because we always say noob things. Uh, it is created by industrialist John Hammond, uh, and he's cloned, the, cloned dinosaurs. Him and his scientists have found a way to clone dinosaurs on this island of Costa Rica, and before they uh, can open it, uh, him and his lawyer, Donald Gennaro, uh, they have to uh, get it approved by a bunch of scientists. Uh, so the scientists they invite are mathematician and chaos theorist Ian Malcolm, that is uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, and then they also invite a paleontologist, Dr. Alan Grant, that is Sam Neill, as well as a paleobotanist, Ellie Sattler, that is Laura Dern. And so those three scientists, people uh, from different backgrounds, are going to have to uh, approve of the island or disapprove of the island if it's going to be safe to open to the public. Um, so they're given a tour of the island. Uh, they go in by helicopter and uh, it's remote. And they see a live Brachiosaurus is the first thing. That's the tall one with the long neck landscape. And we see all the dinosaurs. We go into the lab and learn how they made the, uh, the dinosaurs. They used preserved DNA from mosquitoes from prehistoric times. So they had the blood in the mosquito from the prehistoric times preserved in amber. That's what they did. And uh, they spliced the DNA with frog DNA to complete the genome. And thus they have created dinosaurs. 
Uh, there's a bunch of things like rules, like they made them all female so they wouldn't breed. Uh, there's a gene in it so that if there's a fail, there's like a fail safe in case uh, they ever go wild, they can make them break down and die real quick. Uh, they have all these electric fences up, so they, they think that they've created a pretty safe place. Uh, until a disgruntled worker, uh, that is uh, Wayne Knight's character, Dennis Nedry, uh, he Newman. is going to, yeah, Newman, he is going <laughs> to try to steal uh, a bunch of the DNA and, I guess, resell it. He, feel, he feels wronged by the company, they don't pay him enough or something. So he's going to shut the whole park down, cause a bunch of problems, and try to escape uh, with the with the samples, leaving all of our protagonist scientists, as well as our eccentric park guy, as well as uh, like a hunter guy, the lawyer, Samuel Jackson, he's in charge of the tech there. Uh, the whole park goes, gets all, gets all haywire, and so they gotta try to survive on the island uh, as things break down and Newman tries to escape. So that's that's the beginning plot. Don't of forget Jurassic that he invites park. his tiny grandchildren to visit the park. Yes, the also two point. grandchildren are with the are with uh, Doctor Alan Grant the whole time. Sam Neill's character, and he does not like children, uh, but he has to learn to deal deal with them. Uh, Nicole, what do you think of this plot? Um, well, your description was just as boring as what I thought the first third of the movie was. <laughs> so thanks for that. It's really just, it's not your fault. I'm just saying, it's just, it's just the uh, information that we have to get from the beginning of this. It's very apparent in the first movie where they're setting us up for a sequel type of movie. Um, so that's why we have to have all this backfill information in the beginning. And it's really just so fucking boring. I'm like, all right, we need to get over this whole part with the egg and the, lab and all this stuff i mean i i get it i know i understand why it's there but come on when this movie came out you know what everybody wanted to see was dinosaurs and it just took for me a little too long to get into it they definitely redeemed themselves after the first third i would say just by the amount of dinosaur stuff that we get and that part is super cool it's like really well done for a movie from the early 90s do you guys agree with that it as looks, far as the animatronics good. and or the CGI and stuff like that, yeah, I think so. They use both. Yeah, yeah. it holds yeah. up really well to this day. I think. I for think. The most part. I think it does for too. I think it. Well, I mean, just just at at bare watching, you know, it's really uh, they look really realistic if you want to say that. So I like I like the idea of what this series is going to be, um, even if you didn't know that they were going to make another one. You you have to just appreciate what this movie is by itself. I, I, I'm saying I liked it, but if you go back <laughs> and you think about it, it's kind of corny. <laughs> and a lot of the, what we'll talk about later with the characters and whatnot is really stupid. Um, but if we're just talking about the plot in general, I like it. I enjoy this movie. And I think that it's, interesting um that they would choose to do something like this so we'll talk about it more but i'm gonna give it a 3.5 really mom okay yeah so the plot this movie's um can mention that it's based on book i don't know if you did michael Crichton's jurassic park and the sequels to mm -hmm. that as well um and and i think that gives the plot actually a really good base to to sit on because it's obviously something that's been thought out we do have to get a lot of information but i think we have to in order to really believe in this world that that they're creating. I'd like to know more information about the why behind this world because I don't really buy the why, but um, the plot of, you know, let's do this and make a dinosaur land and and then invite people to come. And there's so, there's so there's giant you know things that bother me about the plot there that have plot holes like one guy's like we're gonna charge ten thousand and then we'll have a coupon day so anybody can come and i'm like what that's not really <laughs> well, yeah the how... lawyer wants it to be for the rich elites and the the the, the eccentric uh park guys like no i've made this for everyone everyone should be able to experience dinosaurs 
Yeah, but do you know what's going to happen? It's going to be not everyone's going to be. Well, let's say it all went. Let's say everything went really well. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil the fact that things did not go well in this movie. Um, but let's <laughs> say everything went, to, you know, according to plan. And there's no way that somebody's going to be getting into seeing di- real dinosaur world for, you know, under, I don't know, 5,000 bucks a piece. That's not really right. suitable for a whole, you know, family of five from, you know, Kalamazoo, Michigan. So um, there are things like that throughout the movie that are really bothersome. And I don't know whether that's just, you know, they're trying to like show different attitudes toward the, you know, doing this kind of thing. I'm more of the ethical piece of it. Like, is this an ethical thing to do? Is it ethical to, to recreate something? And then is it ethical to put it? You're like Jeff Goldblum. I guess I am the Jeff Goldblum character a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and to, and then to invite people to a park, where you're, you know, in the very beginning, they're in their little Jeeps and they're hanging out. I mean, you know, brachiosaurs are cool. They're herbivores. They also weigh about four million pounds. And if one gets close to you with that dang tail, you're dead. So it's not, you know, it's not well, only... We'll talk about that. Getting <laughs> how people didn't die when they should have. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We, we needed more imminent that. death in this film. This film needed to be shorter because of death. Um, but I think... I think the plot is really like an interesting little thing. I think it's really, it's, you know, it's science fiction-y, but not, n- not nerdy, like not, uh, not computer nerdy. It's just n- nerdy, nerdy, like dinosaur nerdy. Kids like dinosaurs. And yeah, so I, I like the plot of this movie. It goes off the rails, I think. And that's because I think the book was probably, uh, better suited for this story, but I'm also going to give it a three and a half. Real quick before Brennan talks, just I th- it's funny that you said that because I feel like I do not agree with that statement only because I would hate to read a book about this. I feel like the movie would be cooler. No, I was just saying, I'm just I'm just thinking that it's easier in a book. There's so much more that you can describe. Uh, you know sure. what I mean? I this, understand. Yep. Yeah. I, well, oh God, difference. I would never read this book. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Re- well, I imagine books? the book is like hard sci-fi. <laughs> like that's what the first third is is like it's like an old sci-fi movie like from the 70s or 80s like an old b sci-fi movie where it's a bunch of guys in labs and they and they talk about all the science behind it and i, I actually like that stuff a lot nicole turned to me and she's like this is so boring i'm like i actually like this scene where that's actually the table my favorite and, part of the movie yeah i oh, like that stuff too <laughs> and, I, and i made fun of nicole and she's like don't make fun of me that way i said you just want dinosaurs bring dinosaur to screen dinosaur roar <laughs> stomp like dinosaur kill like, stop which is fine like that's all i find that as a good part of the movie too it's two different movies it's the first 45 minutes where it's like a hard sci-fi movie from the 70s where scientists and doctors and and people talk in rooms about ethics and what they can do with their science and what it speaks to you know larger issues and then the last hour and 15 minutes is like a survival movie it's like almost like a zombie movie like there are little groups of people and there's big giant threats trying to attack them and they have to you know survive and get out and you know the the, the group shift like who's with who and everyone has you know different enemies they have to fight different types of dinosaurs so uh, I, I think it's actually surprisingly economical for two hours because I'm not bored at all by the science stuff at the beginning. And then the dinosaur stuff, once we get to the, the midpoint, it's real swift. It moves real quick to the end. So uh, two hours doesn't feel like it. Pretty quick moving movie. I didn't I didn't feel any drag. Uh, super holds up in a lot of ways. Uh, but the plot, I think, is, yeah, I, I would I'd never seen this in its entirety. I was expecting something more grandiose. This actually feels a lot smaller than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, but in a in a good way, like in a yeah, in a in a much more f- uh, accessible way. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm probably a little higher on the plot. I'm at, I'm at a four. It's it's really it's really solid. There's the only plot problems I have is some plot holes and a lot to do with. I'm agree with like, Nicole. Uh, there, a lot of people should be dead already. I mean, maybe mm. two people should have survived this. Uh, <laughs> most of them should not have survived this. Uh, so let's talk about who shouldn't have survived the characters in this. We've already talked about who the three doctors: uh, Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, and Ian Malcolm. John Hammond is the eccentric owner of the park. Uh, and then you have some of the park workers: Robert Molden, who's the like the hunter guy, uh, the game warden, I guess. Uh, Ray Arnold is Sam Jackson. He's like the head of the tech people. Uh, Dennis Nedry is the kind of the bad guy at the beginning. That's Newman. Um, Dono Gennaro is the lawyer. And then Tim and Lex are the grand kids. So uh, back to you, Mama K. What do you think of these characters? 
So are we just going to start with like who should have survived? Is that the best oh, way Nicole, to... I, Nicole and I have some strong opinions on <laughs> some characters should have died a lot of times, but go ahead. What, what do you think of the characters, I guess? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go with um, out of everybody who played in this film and how much I liked them playing their characters, the only person that should have survived and ever should have survived, even with all the open shirt scenes, is the Jeff Goldblum character. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Should have because you liked him or should have because because I like Jeff Goldblum and he was per- I think he was, you know, perfectly cast in this character as this character and he didn't go uh full on Goldblum in this. You know what I mean? He because he, he's pretty he close. Can't, he wasn't I don't know. I mean, I think of like Thor Ragnarok as being what it would be like. Well, that's to live like with that's Jeff like Goldblum. parody of himself Goldblum. This is like this is like uh pure this is the, the, the when I think of old Goldblum doing too much Goldblum. This is what I think of. Not that I don't, oh, I don't like it, but... Oh, I don't think he's too much at all. I think he's just right. And he's it, he's kind of wasted that he gets hurt so badly at sort of the beginning of the the, the dinosaur kill situation. Um, I Because then he's just being dragged around uh, with his shirt open, which is not a useful thing for, for me, for him. Everyone else on my it is varying degrees of terrible for me newman is newman and it's a mess and i hate it why i want samuel l jackson to have more to do besides smoke a cigarette and and try to figure out all the zeros and ones on his computer um i think this must have been one of his earlier roles i mean this is yeah this is one of his bigger earlier roles yeah well it's kind of it's Pulp fiction would have came out next year so oh yeah well okay i mean that was better. Um, <laughs> I I like Sam Neill as an actor, and I like Laura Dern as an actor. I don't like either one of them in this movie because I don't. Their characters are so icky to me. I, I find them so. Hers is better than his. His is really annoying and trite and self centered, and but not. But I don't even believe it. Like I don't believe anything about his character. I feel the same way about the grandfather slash producer of the park situation. You know, who I, I don't understand him at all. And I like the actor. I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't buy the characters. The bad guys are, you know, they are 70s bad guys. They're not 1993 bad guys. Um, this is like a, a really bad ripoff of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And Spielberg could have done yeah. a lot better with this than he did and i don't and again i didn't read the book i won't read the book books uh and i just don't know whether that's how these characters were in the book or this is how they you know this is how they came across the dinosaur characters some of them were better i i liked i like the two guys the two dino two women whatever the two dinosaurs that were you know chasing after the kids in the uh in the kitchen they were the best man uh, I liked them. I liked their sassiness with one another. They, you know, without any their words whatsoever. Sassiness. They are sassy they, dinosaurs. They are. Yeah, they're awesome. They're, you know, they're they're the t- they're the buddy moody movie this should have been. Uh, characters, I'm giving the characters <laughs> in this movie a two. What do you think, Nicole? Jurassic uh, Six, buddy, buddy land. <laughs> um. I am very disappointed in how PG they kept the characters with everything. Like, I'm sorry to say this, but little Timmy, uh, little Timmy should have been dead the very uh, in the very beginning. He should have been maimed. Should have been dead recognition. fifty times in this movie. Fuck little beyond Timmy. recognition. Fuck Hit little first, Timmy. Let's 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 just break down what Timmy endured. So Timmy <laughs> fell off the side of a um the the overhang in a car, right? After, after it's been dragged underneath the car, after it's been yeah, smashed, smashed and dragged, first. yeah, dragged on the asphalt, so his face should have been ripped off. I'm sorry, his skin shouldn't have been on his face anymore. Um, then he got stuck in the tree. Now he has to try to climb down a tree with X amount of broken bones that he should have had. And then the 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 car barely touches, you know, him after it falls down. Okay, that shit would have fell right on him. He would have been crushed. He was in it again. He was in the in the thing a second time. So now he's been upside down, uh, you know, smashed his head on the ground after he's already had all of these concussions <laughs> from whatever happened. Then he gets electrocuted by <laughs> 10,000 volts. 
I forgot about he fly- that. I was like, when they're climbing the fence, I'm like, oh, oh, the kids are climbing it. They're safe. And then he gets fucking electric and he flies backward. I'm like, oh, they just fried little Jimmy. <laughs> no scars on the hands. His hair isn't even brown from getting it roasted I know, he goes off. like, <laughs> They wrapped his hands up. His hands did get wrapped up. I don't know when that happened, but at his one point- eyeball His eyeball should have been- blasted out of his head okay and then nothing happened so then he has to do this whole endurance marathon of running away from those chicken looking ones and then he has to try to hide and climb and run around from the from the doofy brother raptors and i'm like this there's no way that this fucking kid should be alive right now and then he He falls asleep in a tree I mean, then they all fall asleep in a tree. That's my least favorite part of this movie. My least favorite. He should have no skin on his body left anymore. (laughs) That's all I have to say. So we say he should look like uh, a chocolate from the episode of Spongebob. Yes. All his skin should be ripped off. His bones should be broken. Just a spine. Fried. Yeah. Charcoaled. It's way too, way too PG on the, on the scare factor for how these people should have been attacked. Uh. I mean, I don't know how Jeff Goldblum even survived either. He no, I don't know how you survived either, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. he had a little cut on his leg. Okay, and he just sat around for eight <laughs> hours with his giant wound, and he's still fine. Okay, whatever. Anywho. He's more than uh, fine. He's lounging with his shirt <laughs> open. <laughs> he's living Besides- his best life. <laughs> Besides all the all the characters getting off way easier than they should in terms of injury report here, um, I cannot stand the the park owner. That guy is yeah. just terrible. You don't like John Hammond? Neither of you do. Interesting. No. no, and and even if you don't know, even if you don't know what Jurassic Park is hiding or what the people that work there are looking for, blah, 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 what we see in the next coming movies, you can tell he's got some sort of underlying evil plan. And it's so, like, icky. Like, I am just, ugh, I don't like this guy at all. Um, so I don't, I, I don't like the vibe from him. I, you can just tell that there's something going on with the, with the laboratory and everything, which of course gets explained later on, but they, they set it up well enough where you can see that there's going to be some, some shit going down. Um, I also don't like the fact I, that his kid his grandkids are missing and he's eating the oh, ice cream because it's melting. I am just so like, lackadaisical are you about kidding it. me? I don't know where they're spared at. spared no expense. Yeah. <laughs> what i mean everyone had no one has a sense of urgency in this i mean no it's when they were back when they go back into the the computer room and like they realize that all the gates are down they're just all sitting there like well i guess we're gonna have to go through the code there's about two million lines of code who's gonna start okay let's have another cigarette so, like one, one oh yeah. one oh he probably spoke oh, like one, a one. carton in that night freaking Samuel Jackson. <laughs> he's always got a cigarette hanging out his mouth i never see him and i see him light one once but it's always at varying lengths which means he just keeps right. lighting them like <laughs> <laughs> oh, and why is the switch all the way across? Like, he's like, all right, we killed the power. But all I have to do is go to the other side of the compound right. with the breaker switch. I'm like, why would why would the breaker switch be the opposite end of all, all the computer room where you would need the switch? <laughs> and this place is the size of a whole island. I mean, right. if, it, if it was that far away, it would not take three minutes to get there. It would take probably a half hour. She couldn't Maybe just Maybe it's just the other side of the it. compound, other side of the building, not the whole island. But I don't know. Whatever. Well, she said compound, and that leads me... And- yeah, no, it's why. Stop. I don't know, but one of my favorite lines is when she was, after she does that and she's running away from the one dinosaur that was in there, she sees um, Sam Neill's character and she says, run. But then she just runs up to him and they stand there and hug for like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, run, she's, but also he, comfort he, me. Yeah, they're running towards each other. She's yelling run and yeah, they stop the hug and then it cuts away. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh if, man! If, if nothing else, this provides such comedic entertainment to watch how stupid these people are. Um, yeah, there's I, I, there's not much more to say for me. I think it's just really funny. Um, the characters are not made well. I really don't think that they are. I don't. I, I like them for their comedic value, and I'm also disappointed at how off the hook these people get like that i'm sorry that little fucking kid should have been dead in the beginning of the movie it would have been so much better um 
You hated the little girl every time she screamed. That's all she did was scream. Oh, she wouldn't turn the light off when the T-Rex was stomping, and the the brother's like, turn the fucking light off! And she just keeps shining it in the face of the T-Rex. And one of my my favorite things is after the kid falls through the tree in in the Jeep, and he's somehow okay or whatever, and they have to escape one of the dinosaurs or whatever, and Samuel tells them to climb, to climb up that tree, and he goes... I don't want to climb. Um, you know, I'm scared. And the, the mm. sister goes, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> like, you little bitch. <laughs> Your fucking brother's like, survival of the fittest, motherfucker. <laughs> She's also a better hacker than Samuel Jackson, who's like the leader of the yeah, computer she team. Is. She goes through like one file that says like, like dinosaur shut down, ta- like <laughs> shut down door or something. I'm like, all right, Samuel Jackson, you're fired. <laughs> and the other, the other thing that we, that we stated about the kids, the kids are just the worst part of this. If you haven't you know, realized. Um, Sam Neill's pretty bad. To- Sorry. He's pretty uh, bad in this. She likes him because he thought she thought he was Bruce Greenwood at first because I, was like, I didn't Bruce think that like, he was. I didn't <laughs> think that he was. They look very similar. Are you the president? I, was like, he, I said Sam Neill then movies? looks like Bruce Greenwood now, and Bruce Greenwood you know would have been like twenty when this came out. So that's crazy. But they does look like him. But when they're trying to hold off the raptor from coming through the door, and the, the, little Timmy is back there. Come on, sis. Come on, you can get it. Why don't you go over and help the with gun. the fucking gun situation? Yeah, the gun's sitting yep. right on the floor. That's exactly <laughs> so what I said to him. Like, wrong. Timmy, the gun. He's just really stupid. And Grandpa don't care about them. That's a shame. No, Timmy and Lex um, also both fall from a pretty high height when they're fighting the, t- the raptors on the... Uh, on the dinosaur bones in the lobby, like they also fall a couple yes. stories, and they're fine. How after is he that not too. paralyzed? Instantly paralyzed. It just doesn't make any sense. But just for the comedic factor, I have to bump these people up to like no. a 2.5. Oh, Nicole! Wow, you're generous. All right, so fuck these kids. I don't like. We already talked about like these kids the worst, <laughs> and it, it and it makes Doctor Grant's character worse because his whole part of his character at the beginning is like, oh, I don't like kids. I don't want kids. They're, and the, right. the kids are talking to him and they're annoying him. He's like, what Jeep are you going? And he's like, whatever one you are. And he's like, hey, whatever. And he puts the kid in the Jeep and the kid's talking and he won't shut up and he just slams the door in his face. That's I'm like, ah, oh, nice. That's my favorite <laughs> moment from his character. Because then these are the kids that convince him to like kids. These two annoying, useless, constantly getting into shit kids. Yeah, because they're taking the brunt of all the injuries. He's keeping them around just for his safety. <laughs> he's using them as shields. He's like, yeah, I've got children's shields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 the fact that he doesn't like kids, and these are the two kids that make him realize, oh, kids aren't so bad. Well, if they are, if they are these kids, um, I don't. I don't really like Jeff Goldblum a lot in this, and I like Jeff Goldblum. Um, he, he's very, very creepy in the beginning, uh, especially towards um, uh, Doctor Ellie Sattler, who doesn't have a whole lot of character depth to her. She likes plants. She wants to help the sick Triceratops. About it. That's that's her character. Um, I don't think I he like, was creepy toward her. He was just being. He was, you know, uh, when he's doing the water th- trick on the hand, he's like, with, "Look at yeah, the chaos of hair. the water. It doesn't go in the same direction." Ooh, and he's doing it in the gold. I don't know. I don't. I don't like any of that. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's creepy. Um, I, I like the owner of the park. I don't know why you guys think he's a bad oh. guy. I don't think John <sighs> Hammond's a bad guy. I don't think he was trying. He's a he. You know, he's a, a selfish guy, and he can't really see past himself. But I don't think he's malicious. I don't think he made the island and the dinosaurs to hurt people. I think a, yeah, when he has a like- selfish, selfish starts the road to bad. I mean, there's no, there. I can't think of anybody that's selfish that I'm like. I really like them. No, oh, I think he's a good. I don't self- think he made the park to injure people either. That's not what I said. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't even think he made it to make money. I think he made it because he wants. To share the this wondrous scientific achievement with the world and have everyone come into his park and him to everyone to know him as the guy who who brought the dinosaurs back. I mean, he's doing it for himself. I don't think he's doing it to like rule the world or like the lawyer try to get all the money. Be we're gonna be rich. I think he's he just likes he just like likes this idea that he's going to be this great creator in his own little paradise, almost like a Wonka kind of person. Not the same kind of person, but like he, he has his own little kingdom that he rules over, and it's all kinds of crazy weird. Weirdness. I, I like his character. I like his character. No. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for a rebuttal since you guys didn't like him. Um, uh, Samuel Jackson is maybe my favorite character, though. Uh, what? Because he's trying. He's trying. And he's not trying very hard, but he's trying. He's, no, he's, he's not. To- the girl comes in and, you know, 
like Nicole said, like to be fair, job. I did say to to be fair, he could, they had to reboot the system, and once the system was rebooted, uh, uh, Newman's like bug was gone. But they didn't want to reboot the system because they knew the you know the electric fence would electrocute Tim. I guess I don't know. Um, Is Timmy on the fence? Yeah. Okay, throw it on. <laughs> I I because I hate the kids so much and I don't like the main Doctor characters. I it, that leads me only liking John Hammond, Samuel Jackson, and a couple of the other Park people in sparing moments. So I don't like our leads. I don't like the kids. So I'm I'm out of I'm out of two because I like Hammond and I like you know Ray what else Arnold I'm bothered by Jackson's a little bit. Character. If these, if they're inviting these like paleontologists to come out and explore this, they should have given them walkie-talkies in the beginning, and then they could have had them. It would have just resolved a lot of this. They issue. do get them do. once the shit at hits the, the fan. That's they. Well, at that's the, yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Visual and sound, uh, Nicole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is, um, in my opinion, obviously the best part of this movie. Um, I mean, I think that it was just made really cool. It's a cool concept to have this, like, amusement park that's tailored to these um, created dinosaurs that so so many people would be interested in going to this park. Like, I think it's a really cool idea. Although I can see why people would probably have that same idea of how they don't like zoos because they feel like that they're abusing the animals. So I wonder how they would combat that with the dinosaurs. But anywho... I think that the dinosaurs look really awesome. Uh, I think they did a great job of making them look realistic. Besides, I really can't get on board with the raptors in the kitchen. Um, just because <laughs> I, love well, I know guys. that that's, I know that's such like, that's the, like the iconic scene from this. One of the iconic scenes from this movie is when they're in the kitchen and they have the, um, the raptor poking his nose through the one section of it. So they just look really dopey. Like their eyes are like, bugging out to two different ways and everything. <laughs> looks really funny. Um, but the other dinosaurs look really cool. The T-Rex is awesome. I don't think that they made it very realistic that he couldn't literally kill everything in its path that breathed or moved. Yeah. They were really stupid dinosaurs. It's um, about the same guy who made Jaws, who made the, you know, the, the man-eating shark, so, you know, man-eating uh, T-Rex, whatever. Sure. Obviously, the sounds, the the music in this is so um, iconic and so easily recognized, parodied, and, you know, that just shows that it's a good quality um, soundtrack for, for a movie. If you can remember it and people still use it today and still sing the... Like I did earlier, um, you know, it's that's just one of the best parts of this. So... <laughs> the one thing that detracts a little bit is just the way that they <laughs> the way that the computer system <laughs> was set up where she's like I have to find the files and it goes through this like <laughs> maze it looks like a jail building in the on the computer it looks ridiculous I have no it's idea like what they dig were going dug or there, something but... I don't know <laughs> that was wild I've never seen anything like that before that was so funny um Everything's labeled like uh, dinosaur closing door one. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, so if we well, we needed to detract uh, some points for that, but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four. Wait, like Mama K. Yeah, I think the um, the way this movie looks does hold up. It's still really good to watch. Everything outside of anything to do with technology or computers, because all of that is garbage. Um, I feel like it was kind of garbage then, but it's really, I mean, anytime you put anything on, um, especially back in those days when things were evolving so quickly, it was already old before you, you know, when they were when they were filming it by the time the movie was produced and released it was already old technology i don't know what that technology was either um i don't remember files like having to live in bogs and houses and shit like that so <laughs> i don't know i don't maybe i had a crappy computer um so that part is really that takes you out of it, it takes you back to sort of like you know matthew broderick and war games or something like that but um, it's not that bad. It's not it's, war games dated. It's not. It's a. It's a little bad. Um, and the whole, you know, the button piece where he has to press all the button, or she, I forget even who did it. She has to press all the buttons, and when Timmy gets electrocuted, 
I was just like, I thought that was this- done visually well though. When it pans to the bottom and you see that, like, it's the name of the the perimeter fence is the last one, and she's slowly working her way there. I thought that it's- built some good tension. It's done visually well, but I keep thinking that it's going to be, why does everything turn red when you push it as opposed to green? Like, it's like... Because it's danger for the audience because we know that the kid's going to get electrocuted. Uh, nope. I don't buy... I Nope. Sorry. These are all super small peccadillos of the movie when there are so many other things that are um, wrong with this movie, including basically the acting. Um, so, I... and And... I'm really surprised by watching this movie that we don't hear that iconic thing, theme song running through the whole film. That's good. Uh, that would have been really distracting to see that all the time. I only want to hear that when it's the brachiosaurs with their giant necks, like swooping around with leaves hanging out of their mouths and stuff like that. That's the only <laughs> time I want to. Or maybe when the, the peaceful part. Or when the guys, when the chicken dinosaurs are running really fast. I mean, that's kind of fun, too. I guess to hear it, both those times would be fine. Any other time, all I want to hear is, like, the roar of the dinosaur, the crunch of the bones, um, things like that. The uh, crunch of little Timmy's bones as he falls out Don't of hold tree. your breath for the bone crunching, because there isn't any. It's cheap. I know. there's like three RVs. He's fine. Needs <laughs> to be more. I mean, the goat had a worse time out there than Timmy, and he didn't, you know... He he's he he was there for a little while, um, and so I think that both of those things are actually really good in this movie. I'm bummed out looking at it now that the acting is so bad. Just everybody is either overacting or they don't care enough about the characters, or the characters don't have enough meat on them. I'm not sure what. Maybe it's a combined uh, piece of all of it. And the kids, yeah, the kids are terrible. Uh, but if that tree swallowed, if it, the tree like turned into a live tree and swallowed Sam Neill and those two kids oh, when they were yeah. sleeping, I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> yep, there we go. Don't, and they'll never find you. And then we'll spend the rest of the movie looking for you. I would rather. He watch even that. says like, I'm gonna stay up all night to protect you. And then we pan <sighs> out and we see his head lopped to the side after like like five seconds after he says that. <laughs> yeah, he's all like, I'm fucking tired too. I'm going to sleep. You guys are. It's you know, all all for yourselves. Um, there's a lot of continuity issues in, in this that, you know, I have problems with too, when they're getting ready to leave and they get on that helicopter. First of all, they put the landing pad for the helicopter right near this beautiful waterfall, but you wouldn't want to put it someplace more convenient to the actual park, but you want everybody to see this beautiful waterfall. Okay. Um, well, that's part of John Hammond. He's eccentric. He wants everyone. He wants this to be a journey. He makes the, the ride. He makes it a ride at the beginning. I like all that. He makes it a ride in a car that doesn't need a driver but still has a steering wheel. I'm confused about a lot. I'm of talking those about kind when they're things. in like the little theater and he talks to himself on the screen, like an oh, old yeah. Disney par- theme park yeah, ride. That's I like fun. all that. I like all that too. That's that might be actually the best part as far that as that helps build his character. In this, acting in this movie, but the rest of it, it holds up well. And for being what are we talking about a 27 year old movie? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I'll give it a four. It looks uh, shockingly good for being 27 years old. It looks great. Uh, the T-Rex is really good. It looks like it was made to like pretty much today. Very few moments where anything looks even moderately dated. Uh, the Velociraptors, I think they like. I like them, but I'm with the cold. They look goofy. They look like dopey. Like like they 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 look like the the, the two buddy sidekicks in a movie who are like yes. Uh, there's like a tall, like a tall, skinny one, and a short, fat one, and they're gonna come and get you. That's what <laughs> yeah, they remind you of. It's Burton Ernie, and I love them. <laughs> I was thinking of Cruella Deville's henchmen, like they're kind of like that. Like they're just, you know, they're they're, they're, the, they're the dopey little sidekicks going after you. When I think the Harry Potter be Malfoy, the Malfoy henchmen in the Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah, yeah Crab and Goyle. Here you go. Yeah, that's um, who they are. I think, you know, the Brachiosaurus in the sweeping landscapes looks good. I already said like there's some clever camera stuff because Spielberg's just like a good director he knows how to keep action flowing um the only dinosaur that doesn't look great i'm gonna say triceratops the one that's like sick and uh, like laying there i'm like oh that kind of looks like it's from like a, a ride like an animatronic from like the dinosaur ride and in, in disney uh, animal what kingdom what was going on with what was going on with that did we did we decipher what the six week problem is or is that supposed uh, to come every six it didn't weeks. play out uh, in this movie but i think it has to maybe do with it plays out in the well, there are breadcrumbs. Like Newman loses the loses those vials, and they get buried right. in mud. 
So right. that's, you know, ooh, that's... And then um, Dr. Grant throws his Velociraptor claw on the ground after they see the right. uh, oh, Brachiosaurus. Yeah. Maybe that'll come... I haven't seen the other ones. Maybe those things all come back. So I'm sure there's there's breadcrumbs. Um, yeah, the music, iconic. John Williams, always pretty much yeah. iconic. There's uh, a reason he's been nominated for like 60 Oscars or whatever it is. Uh, the, the the two songs, the one, both played pretty much at the beginning when they're going to the island. The na 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 And then the other one that everyone knows. Da, na 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 So the, yeah, all, I think it holds up really well visual and sound-wise. I think that's the strength of the movie. Um, yeah, it's shocking how not good the characters are. Yeah, and how simple the plot is. It really is just like a, a really good showpiece for for dinosaurs, and it's for twenty seven years old. I, no wonder this made a billion dollars when it came out. Only cost sixty three million to make this. Kind of surprising. That's uh, hmm. even even back then where that was worth more. That's pretty economical. I'm, that's that's I think that's impressive. Um, so I'm at a four five for Vision on Sound. It's by far the strength of the movie and the reason people liked it then, and it holds up pretty well today. Uh, so the end of the movie, after the Raptors chase the kids, they have like the final battle in the, in the lobby. Uh, you know, the, the Raptors are, are cornering our, our remaining heroes. And that's when the Tyrannosaurus Rex bursts in and attacks the ra- he kills the one Raptor and the other Raptor attacks that one. I'm like, yeah, Raptor fight the big T-Rex. Yay. <laughs> and, uh, all of the surviving members run out. So that's, uh, Grant, uh, the fucking kids, Tim and Tim and Lex, uh, Ellie Sattler is alive, Ian Malcolm's alive, and John Hammond escapes. They all get onto the helicopter and fly away, and that's the end. No, no, what happened after, no three months later, none of that. Just, no. they fly off in the helicopter, and that's the end of Jurassic Park. So, pretty, pretty quick little ending there. Uh, what do you think of the resonance and feel, Mama Kay? I just wonder, so they have this ending and the helicopter's flying off, and I'm just wondering, like, all the people who work there, like, they're getting ready to, you know, set their alarms for the next day and get on the boat and head over to the island, and what the fuck? Does somebody call them, or Probably. The phones are back up and working at the end, so... But there's nobody left. I mean, it's sort of like, oh, thank God, we're okay, and those only those few people are dead, and... Oh, this is great. And then I just couldn't stop thinking about the other people that are supposed to go back the next day and work yeah. there. You, like, you're like the person who thinks about the independent contractors on the second Death Star because it's not finished? Uh, not till just now, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. The guy's just I mean, installing, installing like light fixtures in a bathroom and all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, cable shit. guy. I don't feel bad for the Shouldn't cable. Shouldn't have taken but, this yeah. job. <laughs> it was union paid. <laughs> That's when the SNL Kylo Ren character comes into play. So, um, That's a clerk's reference, but go ahead. Yeah, resonance and feel. I mean, when I'm watching this movie, I'm you know everyone's like, oh yeah, Jurassic Park. I know Jurassic Park. But then when I talk to people, a lot of people are like, yeah, I've never actually seen it. Like actually seen the whole movie. And I think that that's kind of common. I don't know. Maybe it's also more boy related it's more of a boy film boys really like dinosaurs a lot um i learned and nicole nicole loves the dinosaurs she hates when they talk when the humans talk (laughs) (laughs) well i mean in this case true um yeah i mean we knew we had a lot of dinosaur books when you were growing up and we knew a lot of dinosaur names um i I was all about the dinosaurs for a long time all about them yeah ankylosaurus you know the one with the thumbs up what was that guy um iguanodon iguanodon right yeah i think there was even a song i i'm not sure land before time though that was that's that i can watch this this for me is just i don't know (laughs) none of that holds up at all (laughs) land before time has some great music kids for dinner or friends for dinner oh kids for dinner that's like the fifth one but (laughs) yeah none of of that's gonna hold up (laughs) friends for dinner is the best song ever because it is so like you know you're gonna have friends for dinner are you gonna have them for dinner are you gonna yes the t-rex is inviting the planet for dinner but is he going to have them for dinner right i mean i'm still not sure um but the residents and feel of this movie i feel more for that than i feel for this so um this would not compel me to go see Jurassic Park 2 or 3 or 4 or 5, even though I got dragged to that one and slept through it. Yeah. The characters don't hold up. This is a really, this is not one of Spielberg's best uh, efforts. I think sometimes he has a hard time dragging good performances out of, out of care, out of 
during this time frame of his career, maybe. Uh, also, maybe he was working. I think Schindler's List probably came out right around the same time frame. Same too, year. And that, yeah, that's uh, a very different film and a very different acting situation. Different. So um, I don't think he cares as much, maybe. Or I don't shouldn't say that. I don't know. I don't know him at all. Um, but when it's an action adventure, it's more about the story and about the filming and less about like what he's getting out of the people, which is kind of a bummer for me. Yeah, I don't have a big resonance and feel for this film. It's probably a two. What, do you think, what about Disney's movie Dinosaur? I've never oh, I seen really that. I want to do that. That movie is so freaking good. Underrated. <laughs> I don't know why no one lo- talks about that movie. That thing is incredible. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> no, I well. can see what Mama K is saying about this. Like, this re- relies so heavily on the dinosaurs, like, um, how well they were made. And <clears throat> people want to see it because it looks cool. And I don't think you really need good actors when you have these amazingly made t-rex and and all that stuff so i can see that you know we don't think it was as good because we actually enjoy looking at the characters and everything um but to someone else who doesn't watch movies like that you know this they could see this is still pretty good it's not bad you know it's it is what it is i mean it's it's really just there so that we could see how well someone could make these animatronic things for the nineties. Um, I don't, <clears throat> I don't have much of a resonance feel with it either. Um, so much so uh, as to say, I don't think that I will ever go back to go watch the second or the third one because I don't really care about it that much. Right. Um, I le- I do like Jurassic World though because now we're taking a step into um current what's the word i'm trying to say technology of how to make these dinosaurs look real and they do a really good job of that um so it's a different it's a different technology than the 90s for how the dinosaurs look but that's what's exciting about it to me so um i'm gonna give it uh, i'm gonna give it a 2.5 i think for my resonance and feel you guys are in a little bit of a minority. This is a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, critic and user. 8.1 on IMDb. People love this movie. It's fine. I don't know, man. It's, it's fine. fine. It's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think all of his, a lot of his movies aren't really... Okay, you love Indiana Jones, but that those are not really good acting or characters in those movies. It's the adventure spectacle. It, him and Lucas, when they made their films, their buddies, they made films together and wrote right. and produced films together. They like the action adventure serials. They like the B sci fi movies. They like movies where it's a it's a high concept, you know, a plot and a lot of cool special effects and action sequences. And the characters and the acting is also, you know, it's kind of here or there kind of thing. They're, they they like the spectacle they like the big blockbustery kind of stuff and this this succeeds as that uh i have not seen any of the sequels except for fallen kingdom which i thoroughly disliked <laughs> um but uh, yeah i i nicole would you say you like jurassic world more than this the the reboot yeah there you go so that i mean from the person who's only seen the reboot and actually likes that one more um yeah, this is this is I, I I enjoyed watching this. It was a really breezy, easy watch. Yeah, the characters are not the strong point, but I think everything else holds up just fine. Uh, I I get why this was so popular. It looks great, um, and it's fun. It's not it's not it's paced super well. Uh, I have no complaints about this, and I'm glad I watched it like full the full the way through. Like not not in parts on TV when I was a kid. So uh, I'm gonna give uh, Resident Evil a four. The, I think this deserves. The wow. sta- I think this deserves the the status it, it has achieved. Uh, so we're at the end here. Uh, Nicole, you gonna recommend Jurassic Park? Yeah, just barely. <laughs> I mean, it's still fun to watch, um, but it's really not that great. <laughs> okay, soft recommend, <laughs> Mom. Okay. Yeah, I I I want to recommend it because I think it's one of the things that you should see. It's a it's a Spielberg film and it's you know it's an iconic movie but you really have to have fairly low expectations for things like plots and characters which is kind of a bummer because that's kind of like my favorite parts of movies um, even when you get a big blockbuster movie I'm all about what's happening with the characters and 
um, that kind of thing as opposed to the big, you know, spectacle of it all. So I'm going to be true to myself and I am not going to recommend Jurassic Park. Uh, I think I, I'm going to recommend this. I think uh, I'm not a, the biggest Spielberg fan. He doesn't really make movies for me, per se. He kind of makes movies for everybody. And who is a modern day Spielberg? People are like, eh, J.J. Abrams. People who with no taste say Michael Bay. People with even less taste say Roland Emmerich, <laughs> which I kind of like because I think he's so bad he's good. Um, it's these big action exp- I, uh, yeah, I, this is, this is a, this is a recommend for me. Pretty solid one. Um, it's, you know, it's good. I think it's good. None of us are over the moon about it, but I think, I, I guess I'm, I end up being the highest on it. Uh, two recommends and one not recommend for Jurassic Park, the original. Uh, if you want to see the sequels, which I've heard are pretty bad, they're also on Netflix. So go, go into those. I don't really <laughs> feel compelled to. I, I think I'm, I think I'm full. Yeah, that's it for Jurassic Park. Uh, theaters are coming back. We've got Tenet coming up. Uh, we're not doing Bill and Ted as of right now, just because it's only available pretty much on demand for like 20 bucks. Uh, no thank you. If anyone who has family, I guess if you want to do that, but no thank you. Um, it's also in some smaller theaters, but uh, actually none really that close to me, and I'm, there might be a couple by Mama K, but we're going to push it for now. We're going to stick with Tenet, because that is coming out everywhere. And uh, then we're going to get into some of the September releases and also stream in the meantime. There's a couple of new streaming movies that we might check out. I saw one on Hulu. It's a parody of The Purge called, like, The Binge, I think. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll do that. Until uh, then, here's where you can recommend stuff to us. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore podhost. You can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at filmswomenpod. And we have a YouTube channel. Still haven't done too much with it, but we have a few of our older reviews up right now. That's Films with the Women in My Life on YouTube. All right. That's everything. Uh, thank you guys for being on. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Next time, this is Brandon signing out saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank you.